Welcome to Shear Jashub, a Bible study program from the Church of Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. I'm Patty Scalzo, and I hope you will join us today for the conclusion of a sermon preached by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, on the first chapter of 1 Samuel. This sermon is part of an in-depth teaching series on heavenly authority. We have been examining Hannah's fervent prayer before the Lord at Shiloh for a son. Eli, the high priest, initially misunderstands her supplication and accuses her of being drunk. But when she replies, he perceives his error and tells her, Go in peace, and may the God of Israel grant your petition. When we left off last time, Pastor was discussing how we can be fervent in prayer and yet not be anxious having the peace of God guard our hearts and minds. Now, let's rejoin Pastor Greg. When we seek God and we petition God and we're fervent in our prayers, there's a peace that we receive. Hannah receives a peace, right? When Eli says to her, go in peace and the God of Israel grant your petition, which you have asked of him, it says she went her way and ate and her face was no longer sad. She had peace about it. She received God's peace that the Lord was going to answer her prayers. And Hannah is going to receive a miracle. And the ability of God to hear and answer our prayers, the promise to the New Testament church, 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 Now, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant your petition, which you have asked of him. We ask according to his will, he hears us. And we know that if he hears us, Whatever we ask, we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Notice something about Hannah. She's not indignant by Eli's accusation. You know, some people, if someone said what Eli said to her, they'd be all huffy and puffy. How could he say that to me? How dare he say I'm drunk? And they would get all self-righteous and all mad that he would say such a thing to him. If you see the way Hannah answers him, she says, no, my Lord. She recognizes his position. She says, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. She explains herself clearly. Do not consider me a wicked woman. For out of the abundance of my complaint and grief, I have spoken until now. Then he blesses her, and she says to him, let your maidservant find favor in your sight. Let me be pleasing to you that I've made this request of God. She answers him with respect. She demonstrates a gentle spirit. And she gets the benefit as a result, right? She gets the blessing and she receives the benefit. Too many people would be put off by Eli's assumptions. Eli's wrong. Too many people would let the problems of the religious leader Stop them from receiving the benefit from God. How many times have you heard 
when you witness to people about the Lord Jesus, oh, all those religious people are a bunch of phonies. And they'll start naming ministers or someone they heard of who did this or that, and they might be right. But they let what's wrong with this human being, like Eli, stop them from getting the blessing that the Lord God, the sinless one who did nothing wrong, Jesus Christ, desires to give them. And that arrogance, that pride, that I'm not going to be spoken to like that. I'm not going to allow myself to hear that person. Is opposite from Hannah's gentle spirit. When she doesn't get upset, she doesn't get riled by Eli. She speaks clearly in her defense. She doesn't not defend herself, but she's respectful. She's respectful to the tabernacle. She's respectful to God. She's respectful to God's servant. And she receives a blessing. She receives the benefit from her gentle spirit. Verse 19 of 1 Samuel. Then they rose early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came to their house at Ramah. Remember Ramah, there, there are six different cities at least in Israel named Ramah. And this one is in Ephraim, and we, we're not sure of the exact location. And Elkanah, her husband, knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. The Lord remembered his promise. So it came to pass in the process of time, verse 20, that Hannah conceived and bore a son and called his name Samuel, saying, Because I have asked for him from the Lord. Now, some believe Samuel means his name is El, or the name of God. El is his name. El means God. And so, by naming him Samuel, she's honoring the power of the name of God. But other sources, like Strong's and the New King James here in the footnotes, see the name coming from the passive participle of Shammah, which is a verb to hear intelligently, to hear intelligently with the implication of giving attention to. So it would mean then heard by God or heard of God. God hears her because I have asked for him from the Lord. I asked, I made the petition, God granted the petition, God heard me heard by God, and so she names the son Samuel. And one thing we want to take away this morning from today's study, and it may be a little bit of an aside with studying heavenly authority, but it's so important. In the birth of this great Israelite leader, how God hears our prayers, how God answers our prayers. We pray according to his will. He hears us, and we know that if he hears us, we have the petitions which we have asked of him. God hears our prayers. He answers our prayers. Even when we're barren, even when we're most empty, like Hannah, even when we're at the end of ourselves, maybe especially when we're at the end of ourselves, God hears our prayers. We're heard of God. We're heard by God. Hannah prayed earnestly, and she vowed that if the Lord would give her a son, 
she would raise him as a gift of God and dedicate him to the Lord's service. And next time we're going to see that Hannah makes good on her promise. Remember how she said, I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. That's in verse 11. When she's doing that, you know what she's doing? She's praying according to the will of God. Remember what we read in 1 John chapter 5. Now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, remember Samuel, heard by God. God heard Hannah's prayer. Whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. She's saying that she will take that child and give him to the Lord all the days of his life, that he will be in service to the Lord. Well, what is Samuel? Samuel, the son of Elkanah, is a Levite. What are Levites supposed to be? Levites are supposed to be, we study this, right, in the service of the Lord. Lest we forgot, Numbers chapter 3, verse 6, Bring the tribe of Levi near and present them before Aaron, the priest, that they may serve him. And certainly Samuel is going to serve Eli, the high priest. We'll read about that. And they shall attend to his needs and the needs of the whole congregation before the tabernacle of meeting to do the work of the tabernacle. Also they shall attend to all the furnishings of the tabernacle of meeting and to the needs of the children of Israel to do the work of the tabernacle. And you shall give the Levites to Aaron and his sons. Who's the son of Aaron? Eli. And who's the Levites? Samuel, his father, they are of the Levites. They are given entirely to him from among the children of Israel. Numbers chapter 3 down to verse 41. And you shall take the Levites for me. I am the Lord. Instead of all the firstborn among the children of Israel. And the livestock of the Levites. Instead of all the firstborn among the livestock of the children of Israel. Remember there was a substitution. They were to stand in the place of the firstborn who rightfully belonged unto God. So the Levites were meant to serve God. We study that. And there were these Levitical towns spread throughout Israel. There were many of them in Ephraim. We study that. And Elkanah's ancestors must have started off like that. But Elkanah is acting like an Ephraimite. He's not acting like a Levite, as far as we can tell in this section. It doesn't seem that he's living as a Levite in a Levitical town. And Hannah, by her prayer, desiring a son not to be ridiculed any longer by Peninnah, to bring a son for her husband, is making it right when she says, I will give him as a gift to God. She's going back and restoring the lineage that her husband should have as a Levite to serve at the tabernacle. And Samuel will serve at the tabernacle. And she doesn't only put it back right, according to the will of God, she does even more, because a Levite supposedly started service at 25. The consecration was at 25 years old. But Samuel will be dedicated, he will serve to assist Eli at the tabernacle from a very, very young age as soon as he's weaned. 
Lord willing, we'll read about that next time. Samuel is a lifelong Levitical servant. Samuel is a lifelong Nazarite. She went even further and gave a Nazarite vow. And we'll see that Samuel is even much more than this, Lord willing. Father, we thank you for your holy word this morning. We ask you, Lord, that we would learn from all the intricate details in your scriptures. Father, which you put into place over hundreds and hundreds of years, 1,500 years or more, Lord, how everything agrees so far beyond the lifespan of any one person to write or to give to us, Lord. You worked through every book in this Bible to show us how you have control from beginning to the end. Father, let us have great faith in you and your ability to answer prayer. Let us seek to pray according to your will as Hannah. Father, teach us fervent prayer, persistent prayer, prayer where we're not anxious, but we're believing and trusting you, and we don't give up. We keep coming to you till we receive your peace. Father, we thank you that you answer, that you give us peace, that we can have faith in your word. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. We value your comments, and it is always a blessing to hear from our radio family to know if our program has helped you in your walk with the Lord. All correspondence should be mailed to Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. Also, let me invite you to our Sunday service. Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle meets at 10 a.m. at the Madison Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. Please join us next time for Shi'ar Jeshub.